1: I first discovered drag at 13. I didn't know what it was, but I knew I wanted it.
0: When I first heard about a TV show documenting teens in drag in Denver, I had to know everything. It is so exciting and awesome and needed and finally. Oh God, this is happening. (laughs) This, Vanessa Shimmer!
1: This is a place
0: of love and support because we need that in this world. Generation Drag premieres today on Discovery+, Plus, and I can't wait to introduce you to the mother-son duo from Denver who were behind it all. Today is Wednesday, June 1st, 2022. I'm Bree Davies, and this is CityCast Denver. Jameson Lee and Robin Fulton, welcome to CityCast Denver.
1: Thank you for having us.
0: So, Jameson, you perform as Ophelia Peaches. Tell me about her. Who is Ophelia?
1: Ophelia Peaches is this bubbly advocate for kids. She is this person who will be there for you and is supportive and just wants to make sure that the younger generation feels validated. And Ophelia is just this character that I kind of created so that I could have the confidence to talk to these kids and to try and make change.
0: What is it about being Ophelia that gives you confidence?
1: I'm myself, but I'm a more exaggerated version of myself. It's no different than a superhero putting on a cape and a mask. I am I'm less scared of what others will think of me or how they will judge me because I have the wig and the makeup as, as my armor. It's my outlet. It's how I can get all of my emotions and all of my feelings out there in a honed way. And honestly, being Ophelia has helped Jameson be less worried about what others think of me.
0: That's so cool. That's so cool that you have that space to explore other things that you maybe wouldn't think you would explore as the Jameson version of yourself. So Jameson, I would love for you to take me back to this moment when you first talk to your mom about wanting to do drag or get into this world. What is the dynamic here between you two is very interesting to me. Um, And I just am so curious how that came about for you. Cause you were young, right? You were like in middle school.
1: I was 13 and my mom being the fashion photographer that she is would take me to fashion shows as her assistant and I would hold lights and I would, put the backdrop up, and I'd just be there for her. So I met a lot of really cool people. I met designers and models and drag queens. And I had already known what a drag queen was because at the age of six, I was watching America's Next Top Model and RuPaul's Drag Race in the same (laughs) night. And I was just, I was in love with the idea of drag. I didn't know at that time that they were female impersonators or anything like that. I was just like, oh my God, these are glamazons. They're so beautiful. I wanna be them. And then my 13th birthday rolls around and I talked to my mom and I was like, hey, you know those drag queens that we see at fashion shows and you know, um, drag race and all that. I wanna have a drag queen birthday party. And my mom was like, sure, let's do it. So she talked to one of our hairstylist friends and our makeup artist friend and was just like, hey, can we put Jameson in drag? And they were so happy and they were so kind. And I remember them turning the chair around into the mirror and seeing myself with the lashes and the eyebrows and the wig and just seeing not a different person, but a more me than I had felt. Mm. And from then on, I was just in love with drag.
2: Robin, can you tell me about your experience that night? The sparkly lights were sparkling on his little crown. And he was just smiling, just sitting there, just as pleased as he could be. And he looks over at me and he says, Mama, I feel more me than I ever have in my whole life. And my heart was like the Grinch that day, like grow like three sizes all of a sudden. I just I was overwhelmed and I thought, all right, well. I can't just enroll him in soccer or band. I mean, this is something, What? Do, how do I find other kids? There's gotta be other kids that wanna do this. There's gotta be. And so, um, you know, I planned on a photo shoot and I, I spread the word and a couple people knew people who had kids that wanted to do a princess photo shoot. and Some friends came and they did hair and makeup. And,
1: and we had some drag queen friends that we knew do makeup. You know, and at this photo shoot, they, they did the makeup. All these kids looked so beautiful and they were so happy. And then after the photo shoot, the drag queens were like, "Oh, honey, you can't just do a photo shoot. You have to do a ball. You have to do something more than that."
2: And I was like, "What is a ball?" I'm thinking, you know, Beauty and the Beast. (laughs) And I thought, "This is awful. I'm not throwing this prom." You know, (laughs) and then they were like, "Oh no, no, honey. A ball is completely different. Let me explain."
0: So you didn't want to put on a prom type thing, but instead you all created this event called drag u that's been running since 2017. What's drag
2: u Basically, it's like a pageant, but we don't have a winner. And it's kids that want to do any kind of drag. We're talking drag kings, drag queens, non-binary performers, transgender performers, um, anything i mean you can get out there and saying i want a hippopotamus for christmas for all i care and it's a place that that you can't fail the way we set it up is is just the lights are stunning and the everything crowd is perfect is full
1: of people who support you and who love you and It's honestly not about the performance itself. It's about the fact that these kids are brave enough to go on to that stage.
2: It's for validation. And
1: experience who they are as their true selves.
2: So we give him this Cinderella day that is kind of reminiscent of his 13th birthday, where he had someone do his makeup. And we went and, you know, he got to get fussed over and feel beautiful and I watch these kids light up on stage, just like he did that night. And the parents come up to me afterwards and go, oh, my gosh, I didn't expect this. I mean, it's not just a talent show. It's at the Performing Arts Complex. I mean, we had a disco ball as big as a Volkswagen Bug. I mean, it, it was fan- it's fantastic. It's I think these kids, every single one of them deserve it. They all have so many people that are so busy telling them that they're wrong or they're not good enough or they're different. And they come into this space and they find their village. And it's growing so quickly. We had no idea there were so many kids out there like you.
0: That's so fascinating. But it's like sometimes you create the thing you want to see and then other people show up who want that same thing as you, you know?
1: And especially with the kids, too. Um, I'm still in touch with all, if not most of them. And I just... I find it so beautiful when they reach out to me and they're like, I got my first show. I'm performing an all ages brunch. What do I wear? What wig should I do? What makeup should I do? And I'm just like, yeah, I'm so proud of you. I, All of these kids I'm so proud of because it takes a lot of courage to do what they're doing and just to to see them.
2: Oh, you got to tell her what happened with Honey bun. Oh,
1: yeah. So there was this year for Draguton. There was a, a drag kid, Honey Bun, who I, I love her so much, but she was ready to go on stage and she was in her whole outfit. She had this amazing, like, sparkler crown and she was so worried about going on stage and so nervous. And I remember I got on my knees and I looked at her and I was like, listen, you can do this. I believe in you. This whole, this whole crowd believes in you. You can go out there and absolutely just Ball your eyes out and they will love you so much because you're being yourself and I joked with her I was like I will go out on stage and I will fall off the stage before you get on there just (laughs) so that you feel like you're not going to fail because you can't fail it's it's where you're being your most true self and And it was was so so cool to watch
2: him do that yeah. Because this is the kid that started out so shy that to stand on a stage like that, you would never you ran off the stage in a dance recital when you were six years old. but uh, yeah, I mean, to watch you now just have this confidence, I mean, gosh, in front of five thousand people at Denver Pride, this one got out there with a microphone. and I just I, I did I had no words.
0: You mentioned that the competition aspect is removed from drag uuta, but I know that you got approached a couple years ago by a TV producer who wanted to put that element back in. What was your response?
2: That's one thing that Jameson actually has has had an absolute iron fist about. They said, oh, well, we're just going to film it like it's a competition, but you can give every kid a crown. And he goes, no, I don't think we're the group for you. Because you didn't
0: want it to be a competition.
2: I was so proud of him. He's like, that's not what we're about. That Dragutant is an absolutely affirming. It is not a competition. It never will be. I won't let that happen because every one of those kids fights every day just to be themselves and to feel like they have self-worth. And I mean, the suicide rate has jumped in LGBTQ kids. Trevor Project just put out stats, 50%, 50% of LGBTQ kids. And to have an affirming memory, they say, drops that so significantly that it actually releases endorphins when they think about that memory and it lowers the suicide rate. Wow. And so it's, you know, I can't imagine if my kid felt that way. I mean, there were times that, you know, you weren't supported and it, it was before we, before we moved away from the mountains and we moved down here and, um, not everybody was on board with with him dressing like a princess and and doing that sort of stuff. Um, I got told I was raising him to be gay, which I always thought was ridiculous. I said, "I'm raising <laughs> him to be Jameson. I'm not raising him to be gay. You can't, <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. It's such um, a bizarre concept. It, you know, but like, people oh. say it. They just don't understand. It's it's sort of a heteronormative garbage that people say. Yeah, um, but. Um, you know I just raised him to be him I mean I raised his sister to be who she is and you know I didn't have any kind of preconceived you know you must play the piano you must do this you must get straight A's um you know you just have to be who you are what are you into yeah and
0: it happened this happened to be what Jameson was into
2: so Robin you had
0: you brought up this sort of conversation with a production company. And and that's partially why I wanted to talk to you both. There's this TV series coming out. And um, it's called Generation Drag. And Jameson, you're one of the performers featured in it. And this is a whole new level. You're telling your story on a national and potentially international stage. Why do you want to share your story on a on this bigger platform?
1: because then kids in those red states or kids in places where they're not supported fully. I wanted to basically make sure that if these kids saw me on their phones when they are hiding in their bedroom or if they just saw me on an Instagram post, that they would see someone that was just like them who is living their life because they're supported and because they are not afraid of what other people think of them.
2: We had a big conversation about this before we decided to do it. Yeah. and we said, you know, life is going to change and people aren't going to like this. And some people are, but we have to be okay with the fact that some people are not going to like this. And I think in order to make positive change in the world, you have, you to, have be to be that sacrificial
1: lamb for a bit. You,
2: you do. You have to be uncomfortable to do that. You are out mm-hmm. now. You are out, out. I mean, there's no... Buyout. I'm lucky
1: though to at school have great counselor... All my teachers support me. I mean, the
2: principal we, absolutely loves them.
1: We emailed all of them. We were like, hey, I'm in a TV show right now.
2: It's going to get a little dicey. We
1: got great feedback from my school's uh, faculty. We just have to wait for the students. I'm really lucky to, like, at high school, just have really good friends who just get it.
0: That's awesome. I and- just wanted to
1: make sure, though, that these kids didn't go through what I went through before I discovered drag and I wanted to ensure that they knew that they were valid in their thoughts and that they weren't weird or different. Because, I mean, if you're from a red state and you've never seen a drag queen in person, and you have no idea what this is, seeing someone your age who is going through the same things you're going through and is being themselves is a validating moment. Because if they can do it, why can't I?
2: And I think that parents need to see this too. Parents need to go, how the heck do I raise a kid that's doing this? Jameson Lee and Robin Fulton, thank you
0: so much for joining me. Oh, it
2: was such
1: a pleasure. Thank you so much for having us.
0: If you want to see Jameson perform as Ophelia Peaches, all six episodes of Generation Drag are streaming on Discovery Plus starting today. And yes, they offer a seven-day free trial. And here's what else Dunbrights are talking about. Finally, some good news about the Rockies. They have new jerseys. Westward reports that the team's fresh fit harkens back to our old green mountainous license plate design. The question is, will the New Jerseys be able to cover up for the fact that the Rockies kind of suck and the Montforts don't really seem to care? Probably not. But one Westward reader summed up our city's relationship with our MLB team pretty well. Mediocre softball league, lots of beer, good times. Speaking of good times, I've got a question for you, Denver. Where are the good places to swim? Call 720-500-5418 and leave a voicemail with your name and neighborhood, and you might hear your pool pick on an upcoming show about Denver's fave city close swimming holes. That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell a friend about us? Rate the show wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to our Morning Newsletter, where today, Paul digs into the big lies the Suncor Oil Company is telling all the way up in Canada. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye. All six episodes of Generation Drag are steam, steaming, <laughs> steaming hot. Okay.